Hi there. Welcome to The Preventable, the podcast giving you a seat at the table with conversations about the intersection of alcohol, drugs, and mental health in everyday lives. Take a seat and join us. Welcome to The Preventable. With me today is Laura Silverman, and she is, did I say that right? Okay, great. (laughs) Yes. All right. My Midwestern accent was almost popping off here. Laura Silverman, and she is the founder, creator, originator of Zero Proof Nation. Welcome to The Preventable. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm super excited to be at the table. Oh, (laughs) very nice. So I I just want to dive in. I have to tell you, first of all, thank you. You have been uh, a really great uh, cheerleader for Annie and for Sandsbar St. Louis. Uh, you've really just kind of helped provide like some guidance um, and some moral support. So first of all, thank you very much for that. Thank you for thanking me. You're welcome. <laughs> of course, my pleasure. And Zero Proof Nation. Okay. Hmm. Uh, it's, I think it might be best described as like a platform or like a movement or a connection hub. Uh, Tell me all those. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. (laughs) So tell me, so where did you come up with this idea and like, how, how did this come to be? I love it by the way. Oh, thank you so much. So gosh, um, I am a creative. I never used to call myself an artist because I can't even draw a stick figure to save my life. But I love playing with design and colors. And so I had that going and I was, you know, creating and designing my own websites pre-Zero Proof Nation. Um, And then at the same time, you know, I had my own have my own sobriety story. And as someone who got sober at a young age, I can get into that now or later, but I was 24. And last week I just turned 39. Um, I don't look it, sound it, act like it, all of the above. Um, Not drinking for almost 15 years keeps me pretty youthful. And also I don't have kids that I know So that I, I also think keeps you'd me know. young. I think yes, you know. Exactly. I would absolutely know. So um, that that keeps me youthful as well. But so I would, as a consumer of non-alcoholic beverages, and as someone who found that there was, you know, for the longest time, such a dearth yeah. of options, like there just wasn't anything. I wanted to sort of blend my love of design and color and. Um, at the same time, there was this like burgeoning movement that was that was coming to be. And I was, you know, it didn't always start out as what it is now. I mean, I've, I've spent countless hours and hours and hours and hours on creating resources for people because I wanted those resources myself. Um, but it started out as an Instagram feed um, of featuring sort of peeking behind the veil of non-alcoholic beverage producers, getting to know them a little bit more, hearing their whys. Like why in a culture that is so saturated and soaked with alcohol would you want to create a non-alcoholic beverage? And it was always interesting to hear their perspective. And then I also wanted to feature community leaders and maybe not necessarily leaders, just people who are doing their own thing and, um, 
and I noticed them and, and saw what they were doing and, and wanted to give them some sort of platform or, or highlight or spotlight. Um, and so it just grew from there. And then I realized that, I mean, it was just kind of happening in real time, like all of these booze free bars and, you know, shout out to, to, to Chris, Chris Marshall, you know, the original Sands bar in Austin and, um, you know, without his, his original, um, guidance and cheerleading, I, I might not have ever started Zero Proof Nation. So so kudos to him. But I mean, there's all these tons of new bars now. And during the pandemic alone, we saw the rise of the non-alcoholic bottle shop. And um, and so and then beverages galore. I mean, there's so many different categories. And so it was just happening in real time. And I was like, I got to document this. I need to I need to find a way that if anyone's looking for any resources, they can have one place to kind of come find them and then connect with others. Yeah, that's what I like about your website is the like just very simple, right? Like the the graphics where it's just like a picture of the United States and here's where you can find different resources because it's it's right. nice to be able to be able to to be able to how many times can I say be able, but to be able to look at a <laughs> picture. More, I, think. <laughs> I know. To look at the map and see all of the different options, right? So that if I'm going to yeah. take a trip, you know, I'm I'm living in St. Louis, but if I'm going to take a trip to Denver, for example, I can see what's there or Portland, or if I'm mm-hmm. going to come to your neck of the woods in DC, then I can see hey. what options exist. I mean, you're sort yeah. of the gatekeeper, I would say, about like what's happening where and letting people know this is what's happening. Um, that connector, have you always been a connector? Mm. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've had such a passion for connecting people with each other, um, connecting myself with other people. I had a, um, a blog, which actually still exists. It's on the internet for maybe for perpetuity. Um, as long as I'm paying for a Squarespace account, I might as well just keep it out there. Um, because it's called the Sobriety Collective. And it was my first sort of foray into blogging online and talking about my own journey. And I differentiated myself at the time. Um, I, I essentially started it um, about eight years into sobriety. I had been a part of an uh, of a 12-step program for a couple of years and found that it, it served me a purpose in in my early sobriety. And then I was ready for something different and yeah. new and no one there understood it. They didn't yeah. understand why I was searching for something up, else, you know, searching yep. for something different. And so um, I, I did a lot of the things that I consider very recovery oriented. I mean, I continued getting support for my mental health. I, I, um, nurtured relationships with, with my family and with close friends. I was exercising more. I was, I was doing a lot of things, but I missed having community. Yeah. I missed having people who got it. So when I started this blog, I really wanted to find other people and maybe other people that had a different kind of recovery journey, a different kind of sobriety story. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I started this this blog called the Sobriety Collective to really um, kind of feature stories that were maybe more alternative recovery or um, sober people who didn't consider themselves in recovery. They were just kind of like doing the yeah the just booze free thing, not drinking, right? Um, and then especially like I, I featured people who were creatives who um, really found more creativity when they quit. 
you which know, is interesting because that there's, is, that, there's that trope of, yes. of the tortured writer, the alcoholic or, or, or drug addicted artist. And I wanted to sort of flip that on its head. Also provide resources for people, blogs, podcasts, um, books, courses, whatever, you name it. And then I got to this point where um, I was just feeling like I needed a different creative outlet. Um, I I guess I just kind of graduated from yeah, that particular evolved. thing. Right. Um, but I was I was connecting people with each other. I was it was a directory of sorts and kind of to answer your original question, which I usually never remember with my ADD. I'm like, wait, what was the original question? Yeah, I just I think I have been sort of a connector, maybe without realizing it. And um I wanted to do the same with the non-alcoholic beverage world, um, which includes this vast sobriety spectrum uh, ranging from people who are literally not drinking for one night only, whether they're the designated driver or they have a big meeting in the morning, to people who are abstaining for pregnancy or training for a marathon or a dry January, sober October, and then all of the um, sober serious people who might just have decided alcohol doesn't serve them anymore or they're in recovery or whatever their story may be. And everyone deserves an option, um, and I, the future of hospitality is is inclusivity, and I think we're finally seeing that well, slowly and, by slowly. And everyone, you know, deserves an option. So whether that's in their own path to recovery, which you know mm-hmm. you mentioned that you know you worked a twelve step program for a while, and then it you know stopped serving you, and and there are other options out there, mm-hmm. and there should be options. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so the yeah. the amount of options that I have seen over the years, you know, I've been a a vegetarian for over 20 years. I mean, it's really exploded. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you're exactly right. That inclusivity is, is the way that the hospitality industry is trending or the way that restaurants who want to stay open and thriving, Mm -hmm. like are trending, Mm -hmm. right? The ones who are sort of like, nope, this is what we do. Those, those don't, necessarily seem to be yeah. thriving as much so you mentioned you connectivity yeah. i know i know and change is such and a by hard way, are you word. vegan are you vegan or you know do you like I, cheese do you like yes, ice cream <laughs> yes i love cheese and i love ice cream i was vegan i think for a day and then yeah. i was like this is for the birds you know um <laughs> yeah. for the birds uh you mentioned connectivity i would be remiss uh-huh. if i did not ask you about your uh sober karaoke uh, oh. <laughs> you love yeah. some karaoke. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah, that was actually the first time I met you. You were talking about karaoke and how and I'm and I, obsessed. <laughs> I know. Okay, true confession. Uh-huh. I've never done karaoke. Sober, you, under ever, the info, like, never. Okay, not even. Wow. Never, because well, it petrifies me, and I don't care how much social lubricant that I have. Yeah. You just I'm won't not, do. Oh, I'm not oh doing gosh. it. I'm not doing it. I would rather sing in public than speak in public. Oh. That's just how I feel about it. I know that's like a flip. You know, not not necessarily the the case for most people, but um, I definitely did karaoke in my drinking days and thought I was pretty good. Um, Obviously, but probably wasn't that great. <laughs> I I was in music 
later in high school and I wasn't oh. the best singer out there, but I definitely could do more than carry a tune. I was in choir, very musical, and I play piano and guitar with levels of mediocrity. Um, and I'm always singing around the house, in the shower, in the car. Um, and so just because I got sober so young, I just you know, I, I'm trying to remember, like, how often did I do karaoke in my drinking days? Um, I guess often, but not as often, obviously, as I've been doing it now. And um, I'm usually one of the only ones in, in the group that I'm in um, when I've gone out. And it's just so weird, like the past two years. Um, I do a lot of virtual karaoke now. Um, and I'm a, I'm a host for some virtual karaoke um, in the in the D.C. area. And then I did a little bit of, I had a foray in 2020 of doing these like soberoki, sober karaoke parties um, that were super fun <laughs> to introduce my karaoke community to non-alcoholic beverages and then to introduce maybe some people from the non-alc community to like karaoke virtually. What's your, what's your go-to um, song? Oh, Darling like, by the Beatles, Hop of oh, Abbey Road. But I have so you many. You have just I mean, a I huge have, expanse just, of... Like, I have a, li- a long, long list of, of songs that I can, you know, go to. And um, it's just really fun. And I love karaoke so much that my... Speaking of connectivity, um, I'm also on a roller derby league. And... Um, my roller derby name is Scaryoke Queen. Uh, I go by Scary for short. The cool thing is because I've been so open and public about um, being sort of the booze-free babe, uh, the resident booze-free babe of of my derby league. I'm I'm not the only one that doesn't drink, but I'm one of the few, and I'm definitely the only one that's very public about it. So people will come to me if they're struggling, if one of their if their spouse is struggling, or if they're not struggling, but they just want options, and they're right. like, "Where do I right. go? Like, what do I do? Where do I find stuff?" So it's been really cool to just like because I'm so open about my life and my journey um, that people can just come to me and ask me for resources and help. And I love that so, so much. So speaking of resources, booze free in DC. Okay. I went to college in DC. I will tell Yeah, I went to Catholic university uh, and um, went with a lot of Irish Catholics. There was Mm. not, uh, there were not a lot of booze-free options, I would say. I don't think that many people might have been looking for them either. I think you're exactly right. So <laughs> what is booze-free uh, in D.C.? What like, What's the tie-in between yeah. that and Zero Proof Nation? So I guess I would call it like a sister brand. Um, it's it's a sister brand because I'm the one behind it. Um, <laughs> they're, not nece- they're not necessarily related other than they have the same sort of voice. But essentially, I wanted to do, you know, the national and international thing. That's that's Zero Proof Nation. And that is solely focused on beverages. Okay. Um, with Booze Free in DC, it's a little more of a lifestyle blog hmm. focused on the 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 DC area, which is really called the DMV where we are. For most people, that's the Department of Motor Vehicles. Correct. But for us, it's DC. Maryland and Virginia. And, Virginia. and I, I wanted to call it at first like booze free in the DMV, but I was like, I don't think I don't think people are gonna get it. And and hopefully you are booze free in the DMV if you're gonna get your driver's yeah, license. Right, um, exactly, exactly. But uh so it's called booze free in DC, but it's DC's kind of a catch all for like the DC area. And I wanted to provide again like a resource for um locals and travelers um, who wanted to explore this area from a wellness perspective and especially a non-alcoholic beverage perspective. So drinks definitely, yeah. 
I'm sorry to cut you off. It just makes total sense because DC is so walkable, right? Everyone's walking. Everyone's very active. People are, you know, I mean, the Metro people take, they, they actually take it unlike here (laughs) in St. Louis where people are not really using public transportation, but, and then, you know, going to the monuments, right. It is Mm -hmm. not a, it is not unusual for locals or tourists to just like go hang out. I mean, there's a lot of things to do that don't yeah. involve alcohol. I mean, there really yeah. are. Yeah. I love this Oh, absolutely. Idea. I mean, museums and monuments, but that just kind of scratches the surface. Exactly. That's the DC that a lot of like people know, um, yeah. tourists know. And and frankly, um, before I started the, the blog, which was around the same time I started uh, Zero Proof Nation, um, I was doing a lot of the same things in the area, like going to kind of the same places and not really discovering new things about the D.C. area. I'd been here for almost 14 years at the time, and I was like, maybe this will help me appreciate it and experience it differently. And it has. It's just opened my eyes to so many new adventures. I've met so many new people. Um, I've collaborated with a local magazine called District Fray, which is very aligned and and has a lot of the similar pillars, like talking about culture and things Mm -hmm. to do and things to eat and drink. Um, so first and foremost, it's, it's about like, where can you find non-alcoholic beverages in the DC area, especially highlighting local brand producers, um, and, and finding cocktails on menus. But it's also about, um, interviewing local people who are sober or sober curious and having them be tour guides and, and take us on a, a tour of their sort of DC. Um, and so, I love it. I love <laughs> I love doing like five trillion billion things apparently because I also have another <laughs> another thing that I'm doing. None of these are paid yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Yeah. Is that new thing your own podcast? Yes. Well, I share it with my dear co-host, Danny, uh, the founder of Sipple in Houston. We are both huge music fans, especially Beatles fans, and huge non-alcoholic beverage fans. And so we wanted to combine the two into a podcast. And what do we call it? We call it by volume as sort of a wink to alcohol by volume and the volume of music. Um, But it's just super fun at talking about like the relationship between music and beverages and um, kind of going on a wacky ride with our special guests. And uh, so that's been super fun. And we we launched officially, I think, on April 4th. And I just we just published our ninth episode today. Um, Congratulations. We're a a baby podcast, but it's super fun. And the cool thing is that every episode comes with a Spotify playlist. Um, That is. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we all have songs that we we put into the playlist that is that are inspired by the beverage or by the the guests that we've been talking to. Okay, so that's really cool. I have one. I, I'm excited. I want to download the first nine episodes you said. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, very- they're, they're long. You, you you know, you have like a 20 minute podcast, which is super digestible. I know we've probably gone a little over at this point, but we have it's long form, I would call it. Um, okay. It's about an between an hour and an hour and a half to, for each podcast, but you can listen to it in chunks. Like you don't have to do it all in one go and maybe half on the way to work, half okay. on the way back um, okay. or whatever, but they're just, and you know, like you can fast forward a little bit. It's okay, but you, you won't want to because it's <laughs> right, just so I, well, fun. I'll be, exactly. Exactly. All right. I have, a random, exa- <laughs> I have a random question and then I, yeah. and then I have one final question. So random question, why yeah. the lightning bolt? For Zero Proof Nation? You know, 
That's such a good question. And someone someone stopped me on the street because I was like a year ago, I was wearing my own t-shirt because Love why it. not? Why not? And they're like, what, are you trying to be Gatorade or something? And I was like, wait, Gatorade Is that Gatorade? Oh, I was thinking yeah. Elvis. So I'm a big but Elvis so many fan. Other people have, so many other people have lightning bolts. So for me, it's like... Um, there are a couple of reasons. Um, one is just like this ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous reason because I saw a design that was not the same, but definitely um, it had like, it was on Canva. <laughs> it was on Canva, my favorite thing, canva.com. Um, and it had sort of uh, like like a lightning bolt um, in, in the logo. And it didn't look anything like my logo, but it was just like that inspired me, yeah. A, and, and B, it's kind of like a backwards Z and uh-huh, I wanted to do like uh-huh. something that was like reminiscent of a Z for Zero Proof Nation. So it was, yeah, I didn't even think about Gatorade or all the other things that use lightning bolts, but um, it's funny in hindsight. I was like, oh yeah, I guess so. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I'm a big Elvis fan, so I uh, I love um, I- TCB and all of that good stuff. I don't oh, know if wow. you can Elvis, even- Elvis yes. had um, lightning bolts as part yes. of his like shtick. Yes, huh. he did. Yes, he did. That was his oh, whole I'm like gonna... taking care of business mantra. So uh, I'm a big lightning bolt huh. fan. So thank you for that. Thank you okay. for that little You're story. You're welcome. Jeez, I didn't know. <laughs> My last question is, so five o'clock tonight or whenever you decide to call it quits, what do you what are you drinking tonight? Mm. Well, the good thing about non-alcoholic beverages is that I can drink I can drink them throughout the day. And <laughs> When I was editing my podcast this morning, I had a glass of naughty champagne because I was oh. like, why not? Um, right now, I'm having some seltzer mixed with um, cheeky cocktails, mixers, lime, and honey ginger because I'm oh. still kind of fighting residual symptoms of the vid, mm, um, which yeah, I had last month and mm. it's just kind of like continued. Um but I'm trying to think of, like, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? Because whatever I have for dinner kind of dictates, like, you know, does it go nicely with, like, you know, some bubbly rosé? Or do I want, like, to crack open an athletic beer? Um, I have so many different options to choose from. So it'll probably be something that's already chilled in my fridge, which is either more naughty champagne um, or something by athletic, which is kind of what I have in my fridge right now. Athletic but is great. I have, like, four bar carts and many secret and not so secret hiding places in my apartment for all sorts of things. <laughs> and isn't problem. it nice that you have options, right? That we it's could so just nice. that you could just talk for two minutes about all of the different options that you could drink if you wanted to. Yeah. Right. I mean that's yeah. that's really incredible. And and speaking of options and speaking of, you know, being a resource for people, like I've been able to introduce these beverages to people in my life that do drink alcohol, yep. uh, but might be looking for different weekday options Correct. or just something different. And so, um, of course, I love sharing them with with my fellow like booze-free babes of any gender, but it's always fun to introduce these to people who have no idea that this world exists. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining. Um, if people want to find out more about you, about it, and they want to get hooked up with Zero Proof Nation or find out more about um, Booze Free in DC, yeah. wh- how do they do that? They do that probably via the gram. Okay. All right. <laughs> so um, Instagram, and, and I have a few handles. Um, I'm sure if you have show notes, you can pop them in there. But yep. essentially, my personal one is at We Are Sober. Okay. Um, and then 
the ones for Zero Proof Nation are at Zero Proof Nation and at Booze Free in DC, um, keeping it pretty like simple. And um, yeah, and and then those all have tons of links, you know, in the whole link in bio situation. You can just go down a rabbit hole and find different resources and blogs and interviews and, and stuff like that. But those are kind of the the ways. And I, I do really, really love connecting with people. So I'm always happy to make a new friend. Well, thank you so very much for joining us today. I really am. I'm going to go home. I'm going to listen to your podcast by volume. <laughs> uh, very excited because I love music. Um, and oh, you, good. Yeah. Even a few minutes. Even a few minutes would be great. I, I'll I just, do it. I love feedback. I'll do that. And I will uh, review it or subscribe to it uh, because we know that that's really I'll important. So speaking yes, of I that. I will also do the same. <laughs> thank you. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us at The Preventable, brought to you ad-free by PreventEd. PreventEd works to reduce or prevent the harms of alcohol and other drug use through education, intervention, and advocacy. Please visit their website at prevented.org. Like what you heard? Rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date with what we are serving on The Preventable.